0: Welcome. Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast.
1: Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Matson Matson Financial Services. With us is another advisor from our firm. Gerald Green, and of course, Jennifer Perry.
2: As we do every week here on this show, we like to dive into some of the headlines, how it affects you and your money and your financial plans. And certainly, Gerald, Gary, we know that interest rates are climbing higher again after the Fed's most recent meeting and rate hike, leading to actually some pretty attractive options when it comes to saving for retirement. CNBC recently discussed how it is possible to create an interest-only retirement plan and pretty healthy income plan, too, if you're careful about it. But uh, what are your thoughts on that type of strategy, interest only?
0: Well, I love the rates that interest is giving right now. Yeah, you know, they're, they're good. They're good. It's Is it back into the 1970s where your savings account was getting, what, 16%? <laughs> yeah, I had an old passbook out because I started saving when I was young. Didn't make it through my teen years when I had a car and stuff, but that's a different story. But no, the the interest is great for savers right now. Your money that's sitting at the bank should be making money finally after how long it wasn't doing anything. So getting a nice guaranteed return on money, it doesn't matter what's going on in the volatile market, you know you're going to make a certain percentage every year. The downside, though, is that we know the Fed has been hiking rates, but the Fed doesn't want rates at this high either. So eventually, rates are going to come back down 55 to to 6% savings on your money at the bank is good short term, but it's not going to last. It, that doesn't stimulate the economy into more growth and better returns for your stock portfolio. So it's okay, depending on what your needs are and where you are at in that retirement picture you have to look at everything and i agree
1: with gerald and this is our philosophy is that we want to be diversified and the reason for that is the specials or what's hot now it just doesn't last mm. i mean it's going to go up it's going to go down doesn't matter if it's interest rates stocks bonds whatever's in your portfolio it's going to go up it's going to go down the answer to it isn't what do you have that's gonna go up, it's what you're gonna do when it goes down. Mm-hmm. And like we did for our clients, the biggest thing is that we wanna limit the downside and take advantage of the upside. So we believe in what we call actively managed account. In other words, if things are moving and there's pressure there on your account, or there's gains there, depending on what's going on. We want to take advantage of that for you today. It's not something we're gonna sit back and say, Well, that's what the market does. You know, you lost 40%, <laughs> hang on, it'll come back. No, we want to actually limit that downside and then when it's an opportunity to buy, take advantage of that. And that's why at Matson Financial Services we have no trading fees. Ah, none. Okay. And the reason for that, you know, Jennifer, as we've talked about so many times on the air, is that we don't want to be motivated for having a slow month and need to make money. Right. So that does not enter into it for us. What enters into it, is this the right thing to do based upon what the markets are offering us? And it's kind of a factor on here that normally I take on 52 to 55 new clients a year. Last year, I think I took on 11. This year, I've taken on seven. I've been spending my time actually looking at portfolios, making adjustments with our portfolio managers, researching information, actually going to other countries. Scotland, just recently, we've been down to Brazil and Argentina looking for opportunities and what's really going on in those countries so we can see what the opportunity's doing and what we can do about it for our clients. So it's not a rumor. It's not an organization at Mass Financial that we get information from a national organization and we have to do that for all our clients. Right. That's not what this is about. It's about individualized planning and diversification to get you where you want to go. Now, for a lot of people, interest rates might be good enough that that sounds a good place to park some money. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, but some of it. Or maybe it's a great time to buy some long-term income type products. They're out there 3, five, ten years. But it also may be a great time to take the money, cash sitting along the sideline, and put it into the market, depending upon where you're at. To answer that question, you really need to come in to us, have a conversation,
0: see where you're at. We need to get to know you. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast.
2: We know in retirement, you have all kinds of choices these days on where you want to live. But if it's in a retirement community, I know finding good employees to help out these days is a challenge even for them. That's why NBC News reports one Colorado retirement home decided recently to enlist the help of three robots they affectionately call the Three Stooges. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, and here's what residents have to say about these guys.
1: Moe, Larry, and Curly. So you trying to ruin us too? At first I thought, well, those are
2: comedy people. They're kind of screwballs. You know, you're a little bit too bossy. <laughs> These little guys don't seem like screwballs to me. They're very efficient and helpful and kind.
1: They are very polite. <laughs> very polite, yes.
2: So I'm, I'm starting to think maybe that I had a wrong idea about the Three Stooges from the get-go. I don't know. <laughs> creative solution here. Actually, the the Three Stooges robots, they are very quiet. They just kind of go around the home and deliver meal trays, take them back up. I mean, I don't know. Sounds good to me here, but uh, it goes to show, guys, you have to be careful, though, about deciding where you live and the features you want, too, in your retirement community. I mean, do you talk to people about that kind of thing, what, what to look for when they're deciding where to live out their retirement years?
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing is that A lot of times you're looking at a place that's 55 and older, so you're buying what we call a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not an ordinary neighborhood with kids around or those type of things. And there's going to be some things that are going to go on that you're going to like. And there's rules and regulations there, what you can and cannot do. And, of course, if you're looking at maybe changing the state you live in so that you might have less in taxes. So there's a lot of things that go into this besides just saying, you know what, hey, we get to play pickleball. and so many times there's someone down there like in Florida that they're self-contained communities and people rarely even leave the properties I mean there's some (laughs) large properties down there like that and you really got to look at some facts that we like to help our clients look at when they're making that comparison of where they want to homestead their house at you know if you're looking at that we found out recently with somebody that's we're working with and they moved their corporate headquarters to Arizona now they did that from Minnesota. So they're saving a nine and a half percent in income tax right off the top there. Oh wow, okay. Now they had to domicile the corporation there in Arizona to make everything work legally, honestly, and ethically. And of course you have to be there six months and one day and all those type of things. Uh-huh. And he found out once he did this after a couple of years, he's having trouble getting friends and family out to Arizona. So now he owns a plane, a private plane to make sure family can get back and forth so he has company out there when he's done (laughs) all these changes. So sometimes it's nice to have it done because you're going to pay less in taxes, maybe some better health care, those type of things. But what's going to happen to your social life? Is there things going on there that you're going to enjoy or is it just the opposite where you're sitting around going like, I wonder why I did this? Just because it's money? Maybe it does not need to be that way. Again, we had a client move from Michigan to Florida and actually lost 40
0: pounds because he's now a pickleball player and he's actually very good at it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, when you're talking about that next phase in life, you know, where you've had your home and now maybe you need a little more care. You need another set of eyes there just because of decreasing health or the situation. It's a matter of, you know, asking those questions, touring that place, bringing other people who are part of your plan and not just that financial plan but what is that estate plan look like what does you know what are your goals and wishes past you bringing those people into this process so you're looking at it from all different angles I had one client Nancy it was a big discussion she going from her home to this retirement community where she was able to have those social interactions, live independently, sold the house, moved into this retirement community, and it's been fantastic for her. So, nice. again, it, it's a process. There's no reason why not to do the research on something like this as much as you would do research into your financial well being as well. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio.